Hello and welcome back to Around the Campfire. My name is Alicia Marsh. I am Crimbo. It's not really my name, but that's what you call me. That's it. And we're here for our fourth instalment of this podcast, I believe. Is that is that how many it's yeah, been? Yeah, it's been four podcasts now. Hot damn. Time flies, huh? Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when it is so goddamn hot. Oh my God. It's so hot. I went for a run the other day, and my when I mean when I mean the other day, I mean yesterday. And the bottom of my shoes was sticky by the end of the run because I was running on the. They melted. Oh my god! Like like not like a lot though, just enough for it to be sticky. It was so disgusting. That's gross. But if you did listen to the podcast a little while ago, that guy who puts cheese and Doritos in his car Mm -hmm. started doing it again, and now it's working. Getting a real good melt going. Yeah, so he's probably had a really good week, you could say. That's that's something, at <laughs> least. I've I've spent my week uh, hibernating mostly. Yeah. Just just you know I I I eat once every forty eight hours enough to sustain my existence, and then I just sort of curl up in bed and go to sleep for way too long. Are you okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Sounds good. Sounds. Well, I've got some fun news to tell you this week. Really? Yeah. Uh, listeners, you might not know this, but Crimbo and I are both huge WWE fans, mm-hmm. big wrestling fans. But, yep, both of us equally huge fans. <laughs> okay. I I see what you're getting at. Maybe one of us here likes a little bit more than the other. Maybe. Maybe I'm obsessed. <laughs> Uh, Well, a former WWE Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion and main eventer of the last... uh, No, not the last. The the one before this, WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. That's because the last WrestleMania was was really down. There wasn't an audience. It was really bad Mm -hmm. because COVID. But Becky Lynch has just had her baby. About time. Yeah, with Seth Rollins. Two former world champions have had a baby together. And it's born. That's great. That's going to be a top-notch wrestle baby. Oh, do you think the baby came out like stone cold? Like when the baby came out, the glass shattered. And it was like coming out with two beers, like poking up root fingers. Like oh, I hate Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, if, if two pro wrestlers have a baby, they must like choose entrance music for it, right? Yeah, instead of a name, they just cho- they just choose the persona. Oh, he's crowning. Get the pyro going. <laughs> oh, this baby will be king of the ring. <laughs> Not only that, I got some more good news, right? In Queensland, mm-hmm. okay, in Queensland this week, an anonymous lady, okay, all they know is that it is that a woman anonymously has paid off sixteen thousand dollars worth of laybys at Mister Toys Toy World. Wow! Yeah, just just for a bunch of kids that need toys. Yeah, there was one uh, single mother had something to say that she tried to buy her kid this year for Christmas a $300 dollhouse that she really wanted mm-hmm. and could only put towards $60 and some random person has come by and paid for everything. Damn. And now a bunch of kids are going to have an amazing Christmas. How awesome is that? That is a that is an excellent uh, chaotic use of excessive wealth. Yeah, it is. I assume. Yeah, exactly. That's what it must be. But at the same time, the lady didn't go in. She just left a note. The note literally said... Happy Christmas from Santa's helpers. Smiley face. Sixteen grand done. I honestly think that is the the best kind of philanthropy. The, the <laughs> kind where you don't put your name on it and tell everyone what a great person. Yeah, you it's are. just like boom. I'm going to make sure kids have a Christmas. That's yep. beautiful. That's a really beautiful time. Just keep it to yourself. Just quietly enjoy what a wonderful person you are. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't boast about it. Don't ever. <laughs> Do we have any examples of people like that? 
Uh, no, because uh, this is good news, and I don't want to talk about those people. Well, then do you have some good news? I, I, I did find a little bit of good news. What's your good news? Uh, so there's, uh, there's, a, there's a hot little spot in Kenya where some very endangered Rothschild giraffes were moved to what was at one point a peninsula extending to the center of a lake. Seemed like a really good place to put these giraffes, nice and safe. Yeah. But it's been shrinking. Um, oh. First, they lost the, the, the land bar that made it a peninsula. So now it's an island in the middle of a crocodile-infested lake. Oh, no. How and, big is the island? Uh, I mean, big enough for eight giraffes to live comfortably. Okay. Huge giraffes, by the way. Okay. The Rothschild. Yep. Uh, but it's been shrinking gradually. And so... So the crocodiles are getting closer and closer. Yeah. And there's less and less space for these, again, very endangered giraffes to, you know, chill out and do their, do their giraffey thing. So, uh, thankfully, uh, a wonderful wildlife charity, the name of which will be in front of me any second now, the Ruko Community Wildlife Conservancy of Kenya, uh, got together with uh, various government agencies, conservationists, community members to build giraffe rafts. (laughs) They've custom-designed special rafts to... Move these huge, <laughs> yes. precious giraffes to the mainland safely. I've had to build huge walls on them. Do we have any photos of them? Yes. If you check out uh, Around the Campfire with Alicia and Krembo on yeah. Facebook, you'll see the photo that I posted with no context of a giraffe. Oh, did you head. post that today? I did indeed. <laughs> uh, did you notice I posted the RSPCA photos? I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I posted the RSPCA photos from last week. Excellent. I love how always a little bit in our good news, there has to be some stuff about animals. Yeah, that's always the best news. It, well, I've got some more amazing news because oh, obviously my last news is about every week we've got to have something more about animals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so one lady in Queensland, she's set up a really amazing Christmas tree. She's left for the day and come back. I don't know how it's got in there, but there's just like a koala on her Christmas tree. <laughs> just like stuck there. What, in, inside her home? Yeah, inside the house, inside the home, there was a koala clinging to this tree and just hanging on. How? I have no idea, but this koala, apparently it was like an absolute miracle. This this koala's wanting to get festive. He's hanging out by the tree. He's looking at all the presents. Um, lady didn't even know what to do, so she called 1-300-koalas with a Z. <laughs> Uh, one, one three hundred koalas, and then they rescued the koala and set it free. But the photos are really, really cute and really hilarious because the koala, you know, when you go to a dog and you tell off the dog, and the dog knows it's done something wrong, mm-hmm. it's like that. But a koala, <laughs> a koala, yeah, the koala is like, face. yeah, the koala is like, oh, I, oh, I've done fucked up. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably not supposed to be here. Hey, <laughs> yeah. So we'll also put some more photos like that on uh around the campfire Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So please check out that. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. And welcome back to Around the Campfire. God, hasn't this been fun so far? Having a great time. (laughs) Yeah, it's like just started. Um, So Pride just happened, Mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. It was about a week week and a bit ago, maybe two weeks now. Is is there just one time per year that it is Pride? Yeah, yeah. It's it's coming along. Often, or did it get like cancelled, delayed? Yeah, it, I believe it did get delayed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm proud all the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not just like one day a year. Oh, well, that's about it for me. I'm about to clock off. <laughs> uh, I'm about to become sad gay. Uh, <laughs> I will admit, when Vaz was was uh, 
appointed mayor was a sad gay time. Now, yeah. Did, didn't say- impact my pride in myself, but certainly in my city. <laughs> sure, sure did. Oh, we also found the video of Basil Zemplis calling a person of colour brother and then trying to go for a fist pump and then that person, like, rejecting it and then instead, like, swiping their hair. You know, when yeah, you're, like, the, uh, one of those cool... What's it called? It's a, it's a denied handshake. Oh, a denied handshake into a hair swift. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was very, very good. Oh, we've, very smooth, very good content. We're going to try and put a video of that on our Facebook page as well. It's so good. Everyone needs to see it. Every week we get further and further away from getting that coveted interview with the mayor. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. We're just like poking the bear a little bit too much. <laughs> then again, why, why I wouldn't consider him a bear. I'd consider him more of like a... No, I'm <laughs> sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I going to get in so much trouble? Words you're not allowed to say on the radio. I can't believe I'm going to. I can't believe I said. Okay. Um, Okay. I had a really. Oh my god. I'm going to get fired. Um, I had such a good time at Pride. Tell us about it. Um, In the most family friendly language you can muster. I went to so many different things. I went to so many different like nights and like venues and like fun stuff. I went to the courts party, which was like the one time a year they're actually gay, which was fun. And then I went to, uh, I also went to uh, Snatch. It's like an all girls, like lesbian club mm-hmm, style mm-hmm. thing, which was really, really fun. And then I also went to Rave Relief and a beach rave. What what a bloody evening. And I had one of the greatest moments at my life at one of these parties. Uh, So this girl came up to me, right? And she was like, oh, do you remember me? And I was like, oh, a little bit. She was like, oh, we actually, we used to date. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh, but this, this one was like really, really beautiful. And I was like, oh. Where did I go wrong? <laughs> I just said that to my father. I was like, wow, you're really pretty. What did I do? And then she was like, I don't know. And she was like trying to be flirty and trying to be like funny. And then and then I like I stopped and I waited and I remembered. And I figured this person was actually quite rude to me on the one date that we actually had. We only had one date, mm-hmm. right? We ended up kissing at the end of that date. <laughs> quite good. Yeah, high nice. five. High five out of podcast. Yep. Oh, we missed. Anyway. Uh, oh, yes. That wasn't a single five into the microphone. Now, <laughs> now, right, what ended up happening was uh, she was trying to be like, she was, she was trying to like, trying to remind me that she rejected me. She was like, oh, remember, I, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. What a happy memory. I know. I thought Thanks it was, quite, I thought it was quite mean. So I tried to be like quite funny, but I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you. The one that didn't reply and was a really bad kisser. <laughs> oh, I felt so good. I just like smacked. I was like, boom, boom. And she's like, what? I'm actually a really good kisser. I've gotten, like, I'm really good. Then she was like, I've gotten better. And I was like, Ooh. oh, oh, really? You clearly really? touched a nerve with I that. know, I did. I did. And then she was like, I'm actually really good. And I was like, prove it. Yes. Yes. Exactly yes. the right and thing. And then to say. she went to kiss me and then I went, Oh, sorry, I actually don't want to reply. <gasps> it felt so good. I was I literally said that and then I turned to one of my friends and I was like, Come on <laughs> I was like, Look at me go, it's pride, baby. Was that was that better than kissing? It was so much better than any kiss I could have ever had. It was <laughs> the satisfaction that I didn't need anyone, especially someone rude as that to me. Well oh. done. 
it was and apart from that yeah five was good like five the rest of five was all right but that was like the only like mwah moment mwah, mwah, for me for pride nice did you do anything for pride i worked like i do every weekend ah. in in and, in and around the city I did actually overhear someone while I was in a toilet cubicle, someone outside, near near the court. Oh, okay. I heard the voice of what I assume was a very straight man saying to a friend in rather upset tones, uh, oh, there's so many gay people at the court, what the hell? <laughs> That's why I say it's no longer like a gay pl- <laughs> It's so. I remember when the court used to be like so much fun and used to be gay and stuff. Mm. And then, and then, like what ended up happening was this is what I believe where the court went wrong. The court, like what ended up happening, was all the straight women went to the court to get away from men just to have a night out. Mm-hmm. And then they figured it out. They were like, "Oh, that's where they're hiding." Yep, <laughs> that's where they are. And then all the men show up, yep. trying to buy drinks for all of the straight women who are just there to dance. And yep. the bar does really, really well. Expands hugely. Doesn't. I don't know if anyway, people should really be getting turned away on the basis of their sexuality. No, but on the no. other hand, it was It's like was it my, was better that was once. my that was my place. That was my place to feel safe. And now it's no longer anyway. But okay, so we haven't really obviously got like a theme for this week. We're just chatting. Yeah, we're just hey. we're just having a yarn. But you told me something about what happened to you last night. Yeah, I, uh, I I got together with a dear old friend and former podcast co-host. We used to we used to make a show together and he wanted to do a a little Little uh, reunion show, little reunion okay, special. You want a new show now? <laughs> you want this show now? Jealousy does not suit you, darling. <laughs> okay, I'll stop and continue. He wanted to do a little, uh, a little get together, uh, and he found this thing that I'd never heard of called uh, Thirty Six <laughs> Questions to Fall in Love. From the the New York Times. Yeah, apparently published by the New York Times. It is a it is a sequence of thirty six questions that you are supposed to uh, alternate asking between you and a partner. Yeah. And if yeah. you if you if you take it seriously and you do it properly then by the end you will be in love. Yeah. Or have solidified your I, existing love further. I have heard of this before, okay? I This is my first time hearing about this. Mm-hmm. And when I, this was maybe like three, four years ago, I was a little bit younger and I I really liked someone at the time. I really liked her. So, and I knew of the quiz. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this elaborate plan that we were going to do the 36 questions, but I wasn't going to tell her that those were why... Like what the what it was about? You're like, just gonna trick her into yeah, falling yeah, in love. Yeah, I was like, sure, no. So what I do is I gather up all these questions that I've magically come up with all by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We go drive out, watch the sunset on a huge rocket zigzag. Wow, you went all out. I know. And we've been dating for like two months, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, mm, perfect. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this quiz, and we're gonna like each other even more, and we'll establish a brilliant and beautiful relationship. The day after we did that quiz, she dumped me. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, she, she was like, hey, yeah, after you telling me this answers these questions, I just feel like we're, it, this isn't right. So she explicitly told you that it was the result it, of the questions. It was the result of the questions. Wow, so that's that's one for no, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you, do you like, what was your experience with it? Uh, well, we, we took it as seriously as we could for two people who were doing a reunion show for a sex podcast. Uh, yeah, is it a little, a little tricky to shoehorn a bunch of um, explicit sexual content into the answers? But we we did our best. It ended up sort of being just the two of us talking about ourselves and our lives because it does ask you to reflect a lot on your your personal experience, right? Yeah, a lot of lot of back and forth. Yeah, uh, in that regard, not not maybe maybe not the most amusing content, but you know, if you want to get to know me, that'll be that'll be a good listen for you. 
Yeah. I did I did find it kind of manipulative because the questions are sort of like it'll it'll be like say something nice about the other person, give them give them some sincere compliments. Yeah. And now uh, imagine your whole house burned down. <laughs> And you can only take one thing with you. Mm-hmm. And like, which you know, which which of your family members' deaths would be most disturbing? Wait, for what? You? Yeah, that's one of them. Wait, really? Mm. And then it's like, what? oh, and and now say something nice about the other person. <laughs> Just, I, I think the the whole idea is that it sends you on an absolute those emotional roller coaster yeah. with the person, and in the hopes that you'll sort of bond over your yeah, shared miseries yeah. and and yeah, because I haven't done it in so so long, so. That wasn't the, the first time I've actually done that quiz before. Because someone tried that quiz. You know how I told you what I did to someone? Someone tried that exact same thing on me. And that's how I got the idea to do it. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was that happened after you had done it. No. No. Because so that would be very funny if you're like, what, you didn't write these questions. <laughs> no, so my very first ever, ever girlfriend pretty much did that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm surprised I didn't Because after she did it to me, I didn't like her either. <laughs> Why didn't that add up to me in the earlier? Oh my God, I'm only getting it now. Yeah, and that was... Was, it, was it the same thing? Was it her answers to the questions that made you just not want to be a part of it anymore? I can't remember. It was so long ago. I was like 18, 17, Or were, were you just like, God damn, this is wanky. Take him to watch the sunset. No, we did it up. Asking me to we contemplate the no, deaths no, no, no. of my family. No, this one was on a picnic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she printed them all out on singular pieces of paper. Did, was she pretending that she wrote them though? No, she... no, no, no. She printed them all out. So but... we had thirty-six pieces of paper, mm-hmm. and we would go through each piece of paper and read out the questions. Each question was printed on a single A4 sheet of paper. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's so environmentally unfriendly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Bianca. From uh, year 12, if you remember this, how dare you? <laughs> anyway. But she, she never told you that you were supposed to fall in love with her? Oh, no, 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 she did. Oh, she did. Yeah, she just, Maybe told, me that the, was she it. just told me the whole thing around it. And she was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. At the time, I really liked her. And at the end of the quiz, I was like, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. Honestly, if somebody took me for a nice picnic or to watch the sunset and then was like, uh, by the way, we're going to ask and answer these questions to one another and it's a magical ritual that will force you to love me, I probably wouldn't want to see them again either. (laughs) Yeah, true. Not only that, it does say it goes for roughly one hour. It said that. It does not. My recording last night was three hours long. It goes for so long. It expects you to have like one answer. If my family member dies, I'm going to go into great detail about why I'd be distressed if my dog died. You know? Like, <laughs> so's mum. But like... <laughs> no, dad would be I. Anyway. Um, like, I, it's just so intense. It's a bit much. Yeah. So we're going to give you a quick break, and then when we come back, we might give it a go and read a few questions out. What do you think about that? We could, we could, we could find some highlights, find yeah. the best questions. We're going to find the best questions. We'll be right back. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. And we are talking about the New York Times 36 questions to fall in love. We're not, we're not going to do the whole 36 because, we've, again, we've only got like 25 minutes left of this show and it took me three goddamn hours last night. Oh, you are, you're telling, it, it takes so long. Not to mention, I don't think I'd need any help solidifying my love for you, my dear friend. Oh, and neither do. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some people are good at compliments and, and, and vulnerability and some people, 
All right. So, so anyway, I've got I've got a few of the questions at the beginning. Now I want I want to ask you some of these. Questions. So number six, for example, do you have any earlier than number six? You want to say? Uh, no, I think that's 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 probably where it yeah. starts getting interesting. So yeah, because all the beginning ones are like, oh, if you could meet one celebrity, who would it be? If you were trapped on an island, who would you be with? Like those are the first few questions, right? And then number six, it goes, if you were able to live to the age of ninety, uh, <laughs> and uh, retain either the mind or body of a thirty-year-old for at least sixty years of your life, which one would you want? I'm curious as to your answer because when I, when I did this with someone else, we we both emphatically had the same concerns and the same the same answer. So what what do you, what do you say? If you were able to live to the age of ninety and retain either the mind or the body of a thirty year old, see body, mm-hmm. sex, mm-hmm. that's a big one. Mind, ooh, that's a big one too. Because you can why you why you always just have the same mind. Because it's your mind. Although the the brain starts deteriorating really early, and it's just a gradual process. Of true, you. true, 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 true. Ooh, um, I really don't. I can honestly go. I've got some positive and negatives for each one. Either way, mm-hmm. personally, if I was a ninety year old in a thirty year old's body, hello, is this, is, is my name Cougar? Because hello, <laughs> I'll be ripping that up. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my mind won't be all there. I'll just be like. Bleh. Yeah, like your your pickup game isn't just about how you look; it's about your 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 quick wit. Yeah, and I won't have any quick wit. So, I, because also I love comedy, I kind of want to say mind because that means I can go on stage as a as like a, an old a, old an old lady. old lady, while at the same time being as quick as I am on stage now. Mm-hmm. That would be cool, or at least that as quick a, as you still are by the time you turn thirty. Yeah, well, we'll hopefully I would. Hope, well, I'm hoping I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> on the last gig I did, maybe not. I don't know. But what what, what would you do? Hundred hundred percent mind. Keep the mind. Yeah. Okay. Let the body deteriorate. What what use what, do I have for a thirty year old body at age ninety? Yeah. True. So what what would you? Oh my god! You could trick so many people. I would just go around being like, oh, pensions part. Like I would be so. I'd be so naughty and rude to people. Yeah, you could you could get away with a lot Ex- by just pretending to be senile. Oh, that's yeah. Why? Well, is there anything specific you're you would do? Uh yeah, just you know, be a be a charming old man with with a razor wit and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try and get all those other old biddies. Yeah, because the other thing is, I, d- I don't think I'm going to be like 85 and still wanting to get down with 30 year olds. Yeah, true. I I I, I see that. I, I don't. I don't really see that being the case. No. Uh, hopefully, I. I, I want to. Yeah. I want someone equally as wrinkly to me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I have to assume that that's old, old. Old people love each other and get yeah. together with other old people because you, your, your taste just evolves with your body, right? I've never thought about that. Hey, do you think like other old people look at other other old people and go, "Oh fuck, you're yuck. You're a bit old." <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh god, I hope not too. Well, moving on to the next question. Do you have a secret hunch? You're like right after that last one. The exact next question is, do you have a hunch about how you think you're going to die? <laughs> it goes, hey, what do you want to be like when you're 90? Now, when are you going to die? How, how are you going to die? Yeah. That's, yeah, it's not the kind of thing I usually want to quiz oh. somebody about on a date. Oh, what's that one? A date? I think I'm going to die of cancer. <laughs> no, <but laughs> that is how I think I'm going to die, though. <laughs> how about you? Uh, well, I, I ride a bike everywhere I go, so purely from a statistical standpoint, I will probably die under the wheels of a car. 
Next question. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it'll be this awkward on a day? Just being like, oh, good. Oh, mm. oh, oh car. Oh, we, we canter. Oh, damn. That'll oh. be rough. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. This is, this is why I always tell people when, uh, when parting ways, I always say drive safe. And everyone's like, oh, thank you. That's really nice. And I don't mean for you. I mean for me, bitch. <laughs> You're like, I don't care about you. I don't want to die. Everybody drive safe because I don't want to die. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a fair. That's fair. That's Because these, these questions just get more either intense or really sweet. There's no one way about it. Like, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oh, that's sweet. But it could be really intense. Oh, I wish dad was there. Like, yes. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I, no I do miss him. Anyway. Um, God, in one. It's one in every episode. Yeah, that's, that, that feels like sort of a feeler question for like, hey, do you, uh, do you got any childhood trauma? Yeah, a little any, bit. That is asking for childhood trauma. Got any daddy baggage? That's oh. kind of a personal question. Well, it goes from daddy baggage on number 10 to number 11 being take four minutes. F- four minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They expect this quiz to go for four, to go, sorry, to go for 30 minutes. And no, sorry, one hour? One hour one, was it? One hour. One hour. And they already want me to p- take four minutes to tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. And that's four each. So that's, that's, that's eight minutes gone. That's eight minutes. But also, I have to include as much detail as possible. Yeah. So talk really fast. Yeah, no, dad's not there. Anyway, so. <laughs> um. Number 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's a cute one. What do you value in true friendship? Are you, are you asking me? Or? No, it's just a question. Just, just, just uh, pointing out how cute it you is. You got any good ones? Is, you found any good ones in there? Uh, let's, let's, let's see. You, 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 what, is, what is your most treasured memory? Followed immediately by what is your most terrible memory? Yeah, number 18. Yeah, what's your most terrible memory? It goes, yeah, it's, it's, hey, what do you believe in friendship? What's your best memory? What's your most terrible memory? Take a deep dive into your personal trauma. Like, for a oh no, that's me. no. Trust me, if you've been hearing from the other answers, it's still dad. Now, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, how close and warm is your family? Do, I- you, do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Whoa, that's kind of loaded. Oh, uh, it is very loaded. How about if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly? <laughs> Far out. Okay, now answer, answer this question for me. Answer this question. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are living and why? Yeah, rack up a shitload of debt. Probably uh, maybe, maybe 10, 11 months from now, develop a nasty drug habit. Just, you know, try out all those things that, you know, would otherwise ruin your life. Because why not, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> those, those, you're going to die anyway. You know, you know what's going to happen. I don't know if I would do that. I think I would like... And then, I, uh, I, I would rack up a debt, but I would just travel the world. I would rack up a debt and just... If I knew I was going to die and that's it. But then again, when you die, debt doesn't just go away. Yeah, but I don't have any like kids to pass it on to. Do you have a partner? Does it just get passed? You're not married though, are you? Yeah, no. So d- don't look what, together, what not happens when you die and you have debt? Does anyone know the answer? To, do you, does it just go away? Does anyone know about money and can teach us? <laughs> yeah. We're two you know, legal do, adults. Doesn't just the bank take things that you once owned? Yeah, probably. And then they sell it until they equal, uh, equal that debt? But, like, who cares? I, I'm going to be dead. I don't need that stuff. But, yeah, fair enough. No, I would just travel the world and... I've only got one year left. I'm not going to waste any time writing a will. <laughs> <laughs> don't have that much good stuff anyway. You could just 
right on it. Oh, no, you need like a legal. Anyway, okay, we're going to come back with some. <laughs> you got some really messed up stuff, man. Oh, sorry. One, one, one more before, oh, no, we, before okay. we take another break. Because, well, like, if oh you're going to die suddenly one year from now. Yeah. How about question 33? Yeah. If you were oh. to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what oh, would you most regret not having told someone? And why haven't you told them yet? Oh, my God. That's such an intense question. Right? Um, I haven't got an answer to... Go to a break. Let me come back. <laughs> There's so much to deal with. Do I love you more or less? DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. Hello and welcome back to Around the Podcast. This week we are talking about the 36 uh, questions that will make you fall in love. You, are, you, are we in love yet? I was just wondering if you realised that you just called our show Around the Podcast. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone was just trying to talk to me at once now, and I was like looking up this. Okay, well, it's because we're doing a show at Fringe Festival called Become a Podcaster. We and are. You yeah, and me, together. Yeah, we, we are. I'm not doing opening night. Uh, you were doing it with the, the, the producer. I, I tagged along my way into being a radio host, like a barnacle on the hull of your ship of success, and now I'm going to be presenting a live friend show. I know. And Isn't then, the world crazy? I love how you got involved in it, and then I was like, oh, I actually can't do it. And then, and then they're like, well, Quimbo, it's all you, and you're like, okay. <laughs> anyway. I'd like Mr. Magoo just stumbling my way into success. <laughs> Moderate, if insignificant success. Well... To start us again, welcome back to Around the Podcast. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> welcome- I can do Welcome back to Around the Campfire. Now, we've, been, uh, we've got a few of these questions. Now, I, I I did like the question 24 that you said before. was like, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Mm-hmm. That was that was an intense one. I The, the weird thing is they, they get more like... They, they describe each other as like you have to tell it as your partner. Mm-hmm. And the closer it gets to the end of the like the questions, it, it makes you like want to fall in love a little bit. Like the way it says it, Do you the think? way it descri- a little bit, because it keeps like describing you guys as a partner and friends. And then when it comes to the end, it kind of describes you more as like as like par- as like literal partners. Because at the beginning, it's like, oh, have a little. You know, compliment your partner. Mm-hmm. What would, uh, like, one of the questions is what would make them a better friend? Like, how could you guys become best friends? And then at the end, it's like, and then, like, the last one is share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might be, or he or she, come on. God, when was this made? Anyway, got he, she, they, everyone in between. Uh, asks your partner to reflect back to how, uh, how you can fix these problems. You know how intense that is? Yeah, that's a lot. See, that's not like a friend. That's like, you don't really put that much on a friend. It's like, hey, I've got this serious issue. You know, that's like a partner conversation, you know? You get what I'm saying? Anyway, you start speaking now, please. <laughs> what did I, 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 I had one here a second ago. I'll keep scrolling around trying to catch up to you. I like, it's, it's, it's got a couple that are like, you know, tell, tell the other person uh, a char- three characteristics that you really like about them. Yeah. Or you admire about them. Yeah. There's a, there's a few like that. And no, then, uh, if, you, if you want to do that question, it's fine. You can do that if you want. But then uh, towards the end, no, there's, okay, there's one fine. in particular <laughs> that really gets me because you've already done a few compliments by this point. Yeah. And then... You can do the compliments if you want. 
So what is it? So the, no, one, the okay. one I'm talking about is... Al- it's fine. Fuck me. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. If you want to do that, you can. That's quite a... Thank you. Thank you. You can answer that question. It's, it's good to know that I can. If I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think one of the... I just think the one that's like... Of all the people in your family... Uh, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? That one I just can't deal with, that question. Yeah, and like right before the end as well. Just, just. That's the. Because it's 36 questions. That's 35. 36 is what's your biggest problem. And then at the very end of the quiz, it's like, hey, take another four minutes and look into each other's eyes. Just stare into one another's eyes for yeah, four unbroken minutes. It specifically says, congratulations, you've now answered all the questions. Now, up for the hard part? Oh, no, sorry. Saying that my mum's death would be difficult wasn't the hard part. Okay. Oh, the hard part is in order to solidify your love, you have to look into your partner's eyes for four minutes in silence. And then afterwards, it just says, it's hard, full stop. And you'll squirm, but you'll learn an incredible amount. Good luck, dot, dot, dot. I think you probably learn more from uh, asking and answering 36 questions. Yeah, a little bit, of, yeah. Of varying depth to one another than you will just staring unblinking at one another like a couple of psychopaths. So last night, after three hours of doing these questions with your friend, mm-hmm. did you guys just stare into each other's eyes? Um, no, we turned off the recording and pretended we were going to do that. And um... <laughs> That sounds like the most straight white man I think I've ever... <laughs> no, 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 we will look into each other's eyes. But now we'll tell them that we did it instead. <laughs> That's such a straight white man thing Let, to let's do. Let's not say we did. No, yeah, no. Let's. Uh, we're not going to look into each other's eyes, but we're going to tell all the people that we did, though. Hey. In in our defence, we had been sitting in my roasting hot apartment for the prior three hours, just sweating bullets all over my table. To get a good recording quality, I've got to turn off every electronic thing in my home, and that includes my air conditioner. Oh. And then we're just sitting around this hot mixer, just heating the room, and. Uh, <laughs> Like it got, it got pretty hot and sweaty. <laughs> like how, like how I was like, we'll do everything. We'll be, we'll sit there hot and sweaty for this podcast. I just won't look into your eyes. <laughs> I'll do everything but that. I just, I just kind of thought that four straight minutes of dead air wasn't the best listening experience. And oh, okay. I'm all about the best listening experience, which is why I don't like belch into the microphone. And well, we're not, we're not about that here around the campfire. So if you were looking into my eyes for four minutes. <laughs> Alright guys, uh, talk amongst yourselves Staring contest, go I can't do it This, no, is, no, the this worst is a bit possible weird. listening this is, Yeah, this is so terrible Anyway, so this has been around the campfire for this week uh, I just want to let you guys know So I have a Fringe show coming up uh, During the Fringe Festival in January and February Called Alicia Marsh, King of the Lesbians It's going to be a really fun One hour stand up show with me I'm going to be there just doing some jokes. It'll be mostly about uh, what it's like being an intersex person while at the same time coming out and just mostly about my life. So I'd love to see you there. Tickets have just gone on sale and they'll be about $20 each. Uh, Yeah, and if you have a group of six, they'll be a little bit cheaper. They'll be around $15. But if you put in the code M8, mate, uh, they'll be a little bit cheaper as well. So please come down. I'd love to see you there for that show. And Crimbo, we've got our show. At the Fringe Festival as well. Yeah, whenever that is. Yeah, well, don't worry, I've got it here. So it's called Become a Podcaster. And the idea is that we'll, we'll be there doing a podcast and you, the listeners, or the people just in the audience, will come up and help us do the podcast. Yeah, learn from 
us, who are clearly experts in the recorded <laughs> medium. Oh my god, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> I swear, if you guys listen to the podcast on Spotify, you will know that our producer is just messing with me at this point. Every time I sing and do a little dance or do something funny, he just records it and puts it at the end of the podcast. Even said at the end of the last podcast, hey, please don't put this in. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> So definitely listen and find out where the blooper is this week. Well, don't don't worry because uh, you'll be safe when we're doing a friend show because everything goes to the audience. There's, there's, there's no cutting around it. Everything you say will be broadcast out to everybody and recorded and put on the internet. Everything you say. Everything. Everything. Every little bit. Anyway, so that show will be on the January the 16th and the 30th and February the 6th and the 13th. So please get around that. My name is and has been Alicia Marsh. My name still isn't actually Crimbo. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. We'll see you next time. I miss my I regret doing that. He's going to put it in the pod. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station.